Happy Monday and welcome to I'm Not Gay, My Wife Is. I'm your host, Sheridan, and today I have a very special guest with me today. She is a misfit wedding minister. Um, She is the owner um, and lead officiant for um, a different officiant in the upstate of South Carolina. So she has, um, you know, a background in different wedding traditions, um, you know, both religious and non-religious. And so today, with a topic of religion, I really wanted to ask Miss Rebecca Inman to come and chat with me. So thank you so much for coming in and and, uh, talking to me a little bit about religion today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Me too, me too. So, uh, you know, let's just get right into what we were just actually talking about before, you know, I hit record. Um, you know, religion is a really touchy subject, especially within the LGBTQ community. Um, there are not a lot of religions that are, you know, standing there with open arms saying, you know, come here, we want you. And then the ones that are, are putting it in a way that's like, we want you because nobody else does, which right. doesn't make you feel any better, you know, about <laughs> yourself. So, uh, you know, religion is really, really touchy. I know, um, you know, for me, it's, it's, I was raised Southern Baptist. My dad is a Southern Baptist preacher, which I've talked about before. Um, you know, so growing up, you know, I was baptized at the age of three before I could even spell my name. You know, I read the sinner's prayer, did all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, as I have grown up and realized who I am, I've realized that, you know, Christianity, or at least the Southern Baptist, um, you know, denomination of Christianity is not as loving or as accepting of me as somebody who just loves another woman. Um, and so because of that, you know, I, I struggle with the, you know, the idea that there are two ways to read the Bible, um, which is something that really makes me kind of step back from religion because, you know, if some people can say it's wrong and some people can say it's right, then what's the right answer? So, um, do you have any, like, insight to that or anything that, um, you'd like to add? Yeah, well, I think it's interesting, like you said, there are two ways to interpret the Bible, but really there are about 10,000 ways. Right. Um, everybody who reads it is going to take away something different from it. And as much as we might try not to, we're all really kind of going to pick and choose our favorite parts. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really easy to just kind of confirm our own existing biases when we read something like that. And so we might identify with certain labels, but that really only scratches the surface of kind of who we are as a person. Just like uh, like being part of the LGBT community, you know, if you identify as gay or queer or anything, that only scratches the surface of like who you are as a person. Same as identifying as Christian or atheist or any other religion, you know, that's, that's a very like surface level kind of identification. So there are as many different ways to believe or not to believe right. as you can possibly imagine um, so it's a, it's definitely a hell of a concept right. for sure you know, trying to find what you identify with and it's so personal and it's going to be completely different for everyone right well and, and also depending on where you grew up I mean I know here in the south you are taught I mean you walk around you walk just down the street and you have you know, a Southern Baptist church on every corner, and then every other corner you've got, you know, maybe a Catholic church or a Lutheran church, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's about it. You know, there's not much beyond, you know, maybe three or four different denominations here in the South, you know, and then you go to other parts of the country and, you know, you'll see, you know, more denominations and things like that. And even just going on, you know, into different denominations of Christianity is so different, like so different. I mean, Sarah, my wife was raised Lutheran and, you know, we'll sit down and talk about things and, She's like, oh, well, in the Lutheran church, they believe this. And, you know, they do have um, 
the the pastor, uh, the Lutheran pastor who like has completely changed the game, uh, Nadia Boltzweber, um, who is like awesome, by the way. So you should listen to her if you haven't listened to her before. She's fantastic. But you know, the Southern Baptist Convention, we don't have anybody who's very you know open minded about. Um, you know, LGBTQ that I know of, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, that's an issue too. Like, depending on where you're at, it's really hard to kind of go out and find something else or to see something else. You know, I think um, we've gotten into, we've gotten a lot into like just trying to, you know, appreciate the earth a little bit more. You know, just, you know, you walk outside and I really believe that there is a higher power that created the earth in some form. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's, if it was God, I don't know if it was just, you know, the universe and all of her, you know, beauty, but some, I mean, you walk outside on a beautiful day, you know, unlike today, today's a little, (laughs) a little, a little gross outside, but you walk outside on a beautiful day and it's like, you know, beautiful brushstrokes on a canvas. Like Mm -hmm. the world is a beautiful place and it's filled with so many beautiful people, both inside and out, but it's also filled with ugly people. But sometimes art is ugly, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. art makes you think about things and so because of that, I really do believe that there is some sort of higher power. I just don't know what it is. Um, and so being where I am, you know, in the South, I've found that it's it's harder to try to figure out what are, what, what are the answers that other people have to that question. Um, you know, because, you know, I go to them and, oh, it's God, of course. Like, how could you ever ask anything else? You know, how could you ever think it's somebody else? Um, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm 24. You know, I've got, I'm still young. I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I believe in and what you know, what I want to, you know, keep going with in the future. And, um, it's almost, it's, it's very hard to kind of branch out and try to at least learn other things down here. Would you agree or? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really interesting that people act like you should never question your faith, Mm -hmm. but how strong can your faith really be if you've never challenged it against other ideals? Mm -hmm. I mean, faith is a fantastic thing when you've had your doubts and then you come back to this idea and realize, oh no, this was right for me all along. Uh, but here it is really, really hard to challenge your faith like that, to, uh, to stack it up against other ideals and other beliefs and see how you really feel about it. Like you said, there's just, there's not much else out here besides a few different denominations of, uh, Christian churches. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I could count on one hand how many Jewish synagogues I've driven by in person. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I hope that there are more that I just haven't seen, but I mean, seriously, there's so few and I know of like two Buddhist temples in the upstate, something like that. Um, so it really takes a lot of effort on our parts to to find our own exposure to different beliefs and to to educate ourselves on different beliefs and ideals and it's it's a lot of work and being in the south doesn't make it any easier not at (laughs) all it just really takes an open mind and a little bit of effort and a little bit of time into exploring other ideals on your own like you you really just have to have an an open mind and uh be willing to put in that time yourself, you know, instead of five minutes scrolling on Facebook, learn some of the basic pillars of another religion and see, mostly you'll see how similar all, all religions are at their core. Mm-hmm. Um, so really when it comes to finding the right path for you, it's just kind of like breaking down little tiny ideals and seeing what resonates. So speaking of being exposed to different religions and different beliefs, um, you have gone on a journey yourself 
correct? Absolutely. So, you know, what, how, how did, how did that work out for you? You know, what, um, what was that journey and, you know, kind of what's your, I, I wouldn't say final. I think everything is, is continuously going right with, with religion and belief. So mm-hmm. I guess what's your current, um, you know, your, your current belief system and, you know, how did you, how did you get there? Yeah. So, uh, I was raised Christian as most of us good old Southerners are. <laughs> um, and I was never, I wasn't really raised in the church. Um, my parents were super nice about not forcing us to go or anything like that. Um, so I was just non-denominational Christian. Um, and over time, I kind of bounced back and forth between exploring different ideals. And uh, there was a long time where I considered myself like a very liberal Christian. Like I realized that my beliefs didn't really stack up to the way other I would see other Christians acting so I had a really hard time kind of identifying with that label because of how other people acted although I considered myself a follower of Christ and therefore Christian which is weird that there's got to be you're either a liberal liberal Christian or you're a conservative Christian right is the most yeah (laughs) it's the most bizarre thing and I and I don't even necessarily mean that in a political sense even though that's kind of how it works out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just considered myself uh, having more liberal interpretations, like more open interpretations of the Bible, um, thinking of a lot of the stories as just stories, right. like fables with good morals and that kind of thing, rather than being like literal things that actually happened. Um, and I, I could go on about that for like 10 years. but <laughs> So eventually what I came to is that um, I looked at the world and like many, pe- like many people questioned how good things happen to bad people. How can an all loving and all powerful and all knowing God allow really horrible things to happen right and you know a lot of people answer that with free will like a lot of the horrible things that happen is our own doing and that's true but um in the end i decided that i i couldn't reconcile the ideal of um an all-knowing all-powerful person like deity uh, like a human-like deity with human emotions and in human knowledge and uh, and that kind of thing, I couldn't reconcile the idea that there would be like this person with all of our human emotions who would allow horrible things to happen, um, whether we have free will or not. Right. So, which then ties into the whole idea of uh, you know being a deist is wrong. But being a Christian is okay. But if you're a Christian who believes in free will, is that not the same thing? Right. It's <laughs> like it's is it not? I mean, or am I am I misinterpret? Is it that is that is it the wrong thing? You know, isn't you know being a deist is is believing that there is a God, but that he does he has no you know um, no hand in the game at once we're on Earth kind of a deal. Is that right? Right. Like I'm I'm very curious as to how people reconcile like. Prayers, like prayers being answered, mm-hmm. and why? Why does anybody think God helped them get their Mercedes when He didn't lift a finger in the Holocaust? Yeah, I just I cannot. So I I fully believe that if there is an intelligent higher power, they can be two out of three things at best: either all knowing, 
all-powerful or all-benevolent, but not all three. Mm -hmm. I personally just can't wrap my head around that. So, um, so eventually I, uh, for a long time I had a heavy atheist streak in me. I didn't really believe in anything. I believed in science. Um, but over time I've realized that I, I am spiritual. I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. And I found that I do believe that I'm connected to the universe. I'm connected to all the people here. I'm connected to the earth itself. And, um, and so this is how I describe my current <laughs> sort of belief system slash spirituality and whatever. Um, and it takes a little explanation. <laughs> so I technically identify as agnostic. I leave room for doubt. I know that I could be wrong. Um, but I have a, a heavy atheist slant. I don't really believe in like an actual deity. Um, although I'm not going to lie a couple weeks ago, I watched the sunrise over the ocean and I stood there like, Oh my gosh, I see how this makes people believe right. in intelligent design. There's something there. There's something there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Um, but I do, uh, I, I am a very spiritual person and I do actually identify as a witch. Um, I love magic. I think <laughs> it's the exact same thing as prayer, uh, quantum physics, positive psychology, all of these things. Um, if you want to call it witchcraft, that's fine. If you want to put another word, word on it, that's totally fine too. Um, but I definitely believe that we have the power to take control of our own lives um, and what we do affects the world around us. That's what it really basically boils down to. Um, so if you want to call it prayer or if you want to call it casting a spell or whatever, it's fine. Um, and I also venerate a semi-deity called Santa Muerte. And uh, this is highly 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 misunderstood so i usually leave this part out when people ask me about my spirituality uh, some people do venerate santa muerte as an actual deity um, to me she's more of a concept and santa muerte is a folk saint uh, from mexico she is basically like the grim reaper she um is sort of the embodiment of death itself. And I have found that uh, keeping her close to me, in a sense, has helped me kind of embrace the carpe diem, YOLO kind of <laughs> spirit. Like when we are faced with our own mortality, then we have to be more aware of how we're spending our lives. Right. So uh, while I don't see her as like an actual person, like an actual deity or whatever, it's just a, a symbolism of a concept that I hold very, very near and dear to my heart. So I like to say that I venerate her. Um, I don't worship her. I don't worship anybody. I feel like the word worship has been very tainted mm -hmm. for me. I feel like it has this connotation of kind of being a slave to whoever or whatever it is that you're worshiping. Absolutely. I feel like it asks you to give up too much of yourself. Um, but I would say that I honor or venerate or respect Santa Muerte um, or the, you know, the reminder of our mortality. Right. 
And, um, you know, going back to, you know, the idea of witchcraft. Not all witchcraft is, you know, like it is in the movies. It's not evil, you know, like, you know, you don't sign your, you know, your name and blood on the devil's, you know, scroll kind of a thing. Like, it can be more, um, you know, more, more of a thing that's, like, paying your respect to the, to the world, you know, to the universe Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would go so far as to say is the majority of people who identify as witches in the world um, have very, like, earth-bound kind of spiritual beliefs. Um, Most witches probably identify as pagan. A lot of them identify as Wiccan. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a, a whole lot of just respecting the earth in the universe in that and just understanding how we're all connected and how how we can respect our world right um we sarah and i recently just got back from salem massachusetts and we went up and we did of course the you know the salem witch trial museum and we walked through and um you know the museum is set up really cool like it, it tells you the story of how the salem witch trials went down and then you know, you move into another room where they do have, like, you know, some relics where you can go around and actually read, you know, the plaques and things like that. And But there's a narrator that goes over, and, um, you know, in the second room, he's talking about, you know, the evolution of the term witch. You know, not the ideal, but the term witch. Um, you know, it started off, it was something that was derogatory. It was mainly used towards women who didn't behave, you know, um, but, you know, what's the quote, you know, well-behaved women rarely make history. You right. Know? So, like, that was the whole idea. It was, you know, a woman who didn't behave well or a woman who didn't want to honor her man or, um, you know, even a man, like, you know, back then they would call gay men witches because they were, um, you know, embodied by a female um, who was unruly. Uh, that's that's what they called it. They were a witch. So, um, you know, so then he kind of moves in and he starts talking about how now, you know, in in this century where we use the term witch, um, you know, there are people who use the term witch as, you know, to, um, you know, for their spirituality like that. They identify as a witch, but then there are others who use the term witch as, you know, a term of female empowerment. Um, You know, it's about being a woman who is powerful and who uses her power either for good or for bad. You know, just an all-powerful woman, um, you know, who can kind of go out and you know, command, you know, a room kind of a deal. And, um, Sarah and I went to a wedding like a week after we had gotten back and we were sitting at a table with, you know, with some people that we had known from college and they were asking us about our trip. And I was telling him about all of this, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, this is kind of how the tour ended. And, and, uh, I was like, yeah, so like, you know, a witch has now evolved. And he was a very conservative, um, Southern white man. And he was like, uh, but like Kamala Harris is like one of the old kind of witches, right? Ooh, girl. What? I started, <laughs> I had already been drinking at this point. <laughs> and I just went silent. Right. And Sarah comes, I was trying to figure out how I was going to hit him and make it look like an accident. Like, you don't say that. Like, I don't care if that's your belief. But like, that's just rude. Like, it's just rude. Yeah. And... So I, like, went to say something back. I was going to say, no, she's more of, like, you know, a strong, powerful woman who's using her power for good. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah comes up behind me before I could even say anything or do anything and, like, you know, saves me from it. But I think that was, like, a really good example of how people in the South hear that word. You know, they hear it as, you know, it's you must, you know, be doing something evil. You must be doing something that's, you know, unclean or whatever it is. But, mm-hmm. um you know, more and more with my own, you know, um, path 
to, you know, discovering my own spirituality, I've come across it. And I've seen that, you know, recognizing the earth for its beauty and, you know, the sky for its, you know, um, for all of its powers, because the sky has so many powers. I mean, the Mm -hmm. stars, I mean, if you, you know, listen to your astrology, like if it, if you listen to your horoscope or read your horoscope every day and it like hits you, like, oh, wow, that's me. You can't tell me that's coincidence. Like someone just guessing that, you know, if you were born on this day, that this is how your characteristic, like this is how your personal personality traits or these are some characteristics of you. You can't tell me that that's random, like that somebody just wrote it up. I mean, it's got to, it makes sense. You know, there's a reason why I think that things, you know, you are connected to the sky. We're connected to the stars. We're connected to the earth. You know, we're connected to those kinds of things. And um, I just think it's really important to have this conversation that we're having now. And hopefully if anybody's, you know, listens to it, you know, it can, it can show them that it's okay to question. It's okay to, um, you know, fear different religions. Because I think that's, I mean, the my, my dad, the Southern Baptist pastor, you know, preaches damned if you do damned if you don't um as most most southern baptist (laughs) preachers do um you know but that's one thing he even touches on is you know you've got to believe in something and to believe in something is to fear it you've got to be afraid of it um you know and i think in a lot of spiritual journeys the fear is just walking the path you know just trying to figure out who you are being um you know open and fearful of how big the world is you know the world's huge like there are and religion is scary and spirituality is scary to dive into so um i think that i think that this is a really good conversation and i really appreciate you sitting down and chatting with me about it and i really do hope that it touches somebody somewhere in the world and lets them know that it's okay to question it's okay to search it's okay um you know to maybe not believe what your mom and dad believe you know um so I really appreciate you for coming in. Do you have anything else you might want to you might want to add? Yeah. Well, I thought it was amazing that you mentioned um, that religion is fear or beliefs are fear. Um, because honestly, I've really I've never thought of it that way. Uh, but honestly, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of times fear is aligned with with a healthy respect of something that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, fear can hold us back in a lot of ways. So I've never been really fond of that word fear because fear can make us kind of freeze in our tracks and not want to move forward with something. It keeps us safe too. Yeah, exactly. Fear is absolutely a survival instinct. Mm -hmm. Um, But to explore your own spirituality and explore religion, that requires you stepping outside of that comfort zone and embracing that fear and embracing the respect for the world around us and the universe as a whole and all the people here. Um, so that's a really extraordinary thing to kind of move with that fear and take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. So that's a really wonderful thing. Um, also I just wanted to note while we were talking about (laughs) witches, um, a lot of the early uh, descriptions of witches in like Eastern European cultures and middle Eastern cultures are, are heavily, uh, laden with thinly veiled anti-Semitism, and like you said, they were uh, really pointed towards women who are independent mm-hmm. and self-sufficient. So that's one of the huge reasons why I identify with being a witch today, because, and that's why it's becoming like popular and actually kind of trendy for women who aren't literally con- considering themselves witches to have like you know hashtag witch bitch or something like that because happy Halloween witches (laughs) right yeah and it's it's an incredible sign of women stepping into their own power Mm -hmm. and not being reliant on anyone else and 
embracing their own light. And so I highly encourage everybody to do the same. Whether or not you identify as a witch, if you think I'm going to hell for being a witch, that's fine. (laughs) I completely respect your opinions and your own belief systems, but I want to encourage everyone to keep an open mind and search within themselves and the world around us and find what helps you to step into your own light. Don't let somebody give you the answers to questions you haven't figured out yet. Absolutely. That's, That's a big one. When I realized that, when I grasped onto that concept I realized like wow the world's a lot prettier that way if I'm not listening to somebody else's answers to questions I haven't even come up to myself so yeah so I really appreciate you you know sitting down and chatting with me I think that this was a really really great conversation and I'm super excited for everybody to listen to it I'm so excited too thank you so much for having me of course thank you so much again for coming so um that is episode one of season two because i'm back 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 um please tune in next week for another episode of i'm not gay my wife is and i am sending good vibes your way